Welcome to another episode of This Engineering Life, the undergraduate series. I'm Rebecca Simmons, an associate professor of the practice in mechanical engineering and material science at Duke University. I'm joined with Fran, Sydney, and Grant, undergraduate engineering students also at Duke University. In this episode, we talk about food. What are the food options, dining options at Duke? What do students do for food that live off campus? What do students do now that we have a pandemic? What has the changes been in their experiences? And we also talk to an expert, a nutritionist right here at Duke. Thank you for joining us. Hi, everybody. My name is Fran Romano. I am here with Tony Apadula, and she is a campus nutritionist who meets with students one-on-one for nutrition counseling. Welcome to the show, Tony. Hey, Fran. Thanks for having me. Of course. Do you mind telling us a little bit about your work on campus? Sure thing. So Duke Nutrition Services is a part of Duke Student Health, and we're located in the Wellness Center on West Campus. There are two nutritionists. There's Director of Nutrition Services, Franca Alfin, who's my colleague, and myself. We are available for one-on-one nutrition counseling with Duke students, which a nice feature is that it's covered by your student health fee, so it's no charge to Duke students. And we do nutrition outreach programming. And then another piece of what I do on campus is I work with Duke Dining as well. Okay, I just need to ask off the bat, do you have a favorite restaurant at West Union? Oh, yikes. I am very fond of the salmon at JB's, and I also like the salmon at the Loop. I love that salmon. The other thing I love at West Union are the Brussels sprouts from Sprout. Mm -hmm. And I found out recently that they're fried Brussels sprouts. And so my whole life, I've been thinking that I've been eating these healthy Brussels sprouts, but they're actually fried. Oh, goodness. Yeah. So in that same vein, I'm curious what kind of options you recommend at West Union if students are looking to get a healthy meal, things like that. Yeah, I think, you know, you can pretty much build a nutritious meal at any of the venues at West Union. And we're really just looking for a little bit of balance, right? So when we're eating, we always try to advise people to look for what is your protein source going to be at a meal? What's your grain source going to be at a meal? And can you sneak in a fruit or vegetable? And, you know, kind of looking for that complete meal. Every single meal doesn't have to look that way, but if you're doing it the majority of the time, that's great. That makes sense. So if I'm a student who has no idea what a balanced diet looks like, how do I find that out? So if you go to the Duke Student Health webpage on the Student Affairs website, there's a nutrition button that you can click on. And there are a whole bunch of nutrition resources. One is called Balance Your Plate, which would show you a general way to incorporate some balanced meals into your diet. We also have a Balance Your Vegetarian Plate, a Balance Your Vegan Plate, a Balanced Snacking Plate. So we're all about the balance. And I'm also working with 
Duke Dining this semester on a program called Color Your Plate, where we're highlighting different colored produce every month. And there are some free snacks that are being given away on Tuesdays. So those items will be labeled at point of purchase at, I think, JV's is our venue this semester. So getting back to the website, there are lots of different resources there. And I really encourage everyone to look there. We even have some resources under a Cook's Corner tab that have everything from fun recipes to try all the way down to recipes that you can cook in your dorm room. There's some videos, so they're kind of fun. That's great. I didn't know any of those things. So we'll definitely put that website link in the description Mm -hmm. of this episode. So this semester specifically and last semester, there are a lot of students living off campus, but near Mm -hmm. campus. And myself included, find that it's difficult to, one, just cook for yourself in general and cook a healthy meal, especially given time constraints and having to do work. So I'm wondering if you have any tips for people who have little time, but also want to eat healthy. Yeah, right. Sometimes you just have to go the practical route, what's easy to fit in. So I think we can think more broadly about what healthy eating means instead of just picking particularly on what you're eating, but also how you're eating. I always try to tell people they're kind of three things I think about when I think about healthy eating, if I'm going to give you three quick tips. One is timing of meals, really thinking about creating some flexible structure and when am I going to get three meals in during the day? What's a flexible time frame for me to do that? How can I balance my meals with a little bit of protein, a little bit of carbohydrate, you know, get some fruits and vegetables in, and then trying to be a little bit mindful about your meals. You know, am I taking an actual break from my work for that self-care to feed myself? Am I eating in a way that feels like self-care? I'm not eating in front of my computer, doing work doing the most stressful thing possible. I'm actually taking a break. I'm slowing down. I'm tasting my food. I'm eating when I'm hungry and I'm trying to tune into my fullness. I try to think more broadly about what healthy eating means. But from the practical side, what I would say is that people think that healthy eating has to be really gourmet, but it doesn't. You just have to sort of think about, do I have things on hand that I could put together into a quick meal? So taking help from relatively healthy prepared foods if you need to, right? Fresh vegetables go bad pretty quickly, but frozen vegetables are pretty nutrient dense and they stay for a really long time in your refrigerator. If you're going to cook pasta, could you do a whole wheat pasta instead of a white pasta? And then could you throw some frozen vegetables in with that? You know, there are ways that you can take help from convenient foods and just really thinking, can I have a protein? Can I have a vegetable? Can I have a grain? And it can be as easy as that. It doesn't have to be anything that's crazy. And again, looking at the resources on our website, we do have also another resource that's called Quick Meals and Snacks. We have all those really easy recipes that you can put together. Some you can even cook in a microwave, taking some hints and some help from those resources as well. That is very useful. I will admit I am an avid microwave cooker, which is bad. I appreciate these resources. The thing you said that I latched onto a bit was distancing yourself from your work while you're eating. 
I, I definitely am like, oh, I could just eat dinner while I watch my lecture kind of thing. So I was hoping you could dive a little more into that and why it's beneficial to step away from your work when you're eating. Yeah, I think if we're talking about being mindful and mindfulness-based stress reduction, you know, do you really want to be associating your eating, which is self-care, with maybe one of the most stressful things you could be doing, which is getting your work done? So kind of seeing your meals as a time for self-care and allowing yourself that break, right, helps you tune into, do I even like what I'm eating? It lets you use a little bit more curiosity. Do I even like what I'm eating? Do I like the way this food makes me feel? If not, what could I do differently? Is this satisfying? And have I had enough to eat before I even finish my plate? You know, it kind of helps you just tune in and be aware in the moment as you're eating. And if we think about our mindful eating as part of mindfulness and mindfulness-based stress reduction, you know, we have to think of eating as self-care to be productive in our work. That's a super helpful tip. I have roommates and friends who at the beginning of semester were like, I'm going to go vegetarian this semester or I'm going to start the keto diet. So I'd really like to hear your perspective on one, if that's a good idea. And if it is tips for maintaining a diet like that. Yeah, I think being my first question to your friends or whoever wants to make a change in their diet would be one of curiosity. Like, what do you hope to gain from doing that? And really thinking, is this sustainable for me? Sure, I think a vegetarian eating plan is very helpful. It can be done in a really healthful way. But is it sustainable? And what is your thinking behind why you would want to do it? Keto diet, you know, keto is not for everyone. It's really hard to follow if you're going to be doing it in the right way. And I don't suggest that anyone do that without having some sort of medical guidance or checking in with a nutritionist. I've seen some folks have some not great outcomes doing that. There is probably a portion of the population that it can work really well for, but I think you really have to think it out and plan. So some planning, some curiosity, that would be my recommendation. And, you know, what's this going to look like six months from now? The other specific request I had for you was to give advice on students in combat sports that generally need to cut or gain weight in a short amount of time. And they were looking for ways to do that in a healthy fashion. Yeah, that is kind of a bigger question to answer in the time that we probably have. And in clinical nutrition or nutrition counseling, you know, just like in medicine, we always say first do no harm. So we would want to meet one-on-one -on -one with this student and kind of plan out a healthy plan for them. So my recommendation there for sure would be take advantage of the free nutrition services and make an appointment with myself or Franca and let us help you with that so that we can get all the information we would need to address that style of eating in a way that was healthiest and didn't affect performance maybe as well. Awesome. How do students schedule an appointment with you? Normally in non-COVID times, we're in the office, but we've been working from home and doing virtual appointments. So again, on the nutrition website, 
And I can send to you as well. We just ask you to contact us directly, either Franca or myself, send us an email and we can book an appointment for anyone who's interested. We'll do it directly. We're happy to do that. Yeah, we'll put your email in the description as well. So that concludes my questions. And I think that's a good way to wrap it up. Do you have any final words or advice you want to give to students this semester, particularly or in general? I would just say, you know, this is a stressful semester and it's stressful for everyone, but I know that folks are feeling a little disconnected, a little socially removed from folks. So check out any of the programming that goes on at the Wellness Center, try to get involved, try to stay connected and stay well, reach out if you're having trouble. We're all available at the Wellness Center and, you know, stay well. We're here to help you manage these crazy times. Perfect. That's great. Well, thank you so much for coming on the show. We really appreciate your time here. Of course. Thanks for having me, Fran. So, Sydney, what did you think about my conversation with Tony? I thought it was really great. I liked how she really emphasized the importance of a balanced diet. You know, so it's okay to have cookies every once in a while. You don't always have to be eating the most healthy food all the time. Yeah, and I love those cookies from West Union specifically. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, I also learned a lot of resources that we have access to that I just didn't know about. So I'm excited about those. And I hear you have some people you can share those resources with. Absolutely, I do. I have a couple of freshmen who want to share their experience eating at Duke and how they've used the resources to navigate their healthy lifestyles. Hey everyone, it's Sydney and I'm here with a couple of freshmen that I met through Duke and Naval. Shameless plug to come join our club in 3D print prosthetics with us. But today we're going to be speaking with Caroline, who is a BME major, Jack, who is an ECE major, and Raina, who is a mechanical engineering major. And they're going to tell us a little bit about their freshman experience so far in regard to food. So thank you all for coming today and I'm so excited to talk to you. I guess we can start off with talking a little bit about just the freshman eating experience. So like, how has it been for you? And also, have there been any things that have been a little bit different now that you're eating during a COVID semester? Yeah, I mean, I have a lot of allergies, so there's not very many options, especially with COVID. So I think there's like a limited menu compared to other years. But I have been like in contact with the chef and he can make me any dinner I want. So it's kind of good that way, but there's also like very limited options. Yeah, I know for me, I kind of came in with the expectation. Marketplace was like this amazing, great place. And I was so excited to try it out. It's like all you can eat, like people would hang out with their friends. And I know like during COVID, it's been very different from what I expected. Like I kind of feel like there's like almost like a rush to get me in and out as fast as possible just because like they don't want to have a lot of people in there like at one time, but just the environment is just not what I expected. It's like not that like very home environment. Um, they just kind of like give you your food in boxes and like get out as fast as you can. Yeah, eating inside the marketplace has definitely been an interesting experience since at the beginning of the semester, we could have one person at each table and then it turned into dividers at the tables that would allow for more of us, but that only lasted for a week or so. And then it was like no one inside at all. And then later it became like one person at the standing tables and it was locked down and now it's no one inside again. So it's definitely like kind of a weird transition of being able to eat there. 
And we always eat outside because like, I don't know, I hate eating alone. Like I just like, I can't do that. So we always eat outside, but like in the middle of the semester, they took all the seating away. So we were like, where are we going to eat? So we literally eat like on the steps of the library every single night. So we don't have to like eat alone in our dorm rooms or like break the COVID combat because those are like the only options. There were definitely some like cold, dark nights on the library steps. Yeah, Yeah. (laughs) really cold nights. (laughs) Yeah, that sounds crazy. Oh my goodness. I guess I didn't realize how much Marketplace shifted from starting out to let you eat in there and then eventually just not at all. Um, This week was probably especially strange because Duke was on lockdown. So like basically everyone had to just stay in their room the entire week um, and nothing was open besides basically dorms and food. Um, so that definitely seems like a lot of, of ups and downs with it. Um, I'm glad that through, you know, making more and one connections with the staff, you're able to have some help with like the accommodations. And I hope the seating gets put out there soon so you don't have to sit on those cold steps. Um, but Carolyn, you had mentioned something about your allergies and challenges with eating. Could you expand a little bit more about that? Yeah, so I'm allergic to like gluten, dairy, and nuts. So really the only options at Marketplace for me are like grilled chicken, maybe like fries or veggie and like rice. And so after a while, like that got pretty tiring. And so I connected with the dietitian at Duke, who's really accommodating. She had set up like a Zoom meeting with all the chefs and I talked to them. And they basically said, email East Dining anytime you want to. Like I'll make you lunch, breakfast, lunch, or dinner anything that you want like just tell me and I'll make it and they told me about all these stories about this other kid who had very similar allergies to me and like how many things they could make for him and it's just like kind of good like it's a good thing that I like have an opportunity to actually eat good food because last semester I didn't take advantage of that I didn't tell anyone that I was not really having a good time eating grilled chicken every day and then but this semester is about a lot better because I can just have the chef make me anything that I want to Oh, good. I'm so glad that um, you're able to have a couple options. It's probably like a little strange feeling like, do you feel like you have to plan every meal ahead of time and like let them know when you're coming or like, how does that work? Yeah, I definitely do. Like I always have to check net nutrition, which is at least a good resource. I can see if there's anything on the menu on that day that I can have. And then if there's not, I have to email the chef, think of something to eat, which is kind of hard because like there's not very many options. So like I normally just ask for like the same three different things. But yeah, I definitely have to plan a lot. Yeah. And like I'm allergic to gluten. So it's like not as many allergies as Caroline. Like I can always go there and there's definitely like always something I can eat. But like a lot of times I would still like leave, like not feeling great. Like I'd have a stomach ache because like I ate something, like even though it said it was gluten free, like it hurt my stomach. Um, but they've been like very accommodating for both of us. Um, but yeah, it is definitely like a lot of like planning ahead, like making sure like, oh, I can have dinner tonight. Awesome. <laughs> yeah. Good. I'm glad um, that you still were able to eat because that's super important, obviously. But we've been talking a lot about East Campus freshman dining because Marketplace is like the main source of food there. Have you had any experiences, positive or negative, on food on West Campus? Yeah, I we love eating on West Campus. Yes. Um, Will is amazing. <laughs> absolutely. Like for us, we only get like a certain amount of food points. But like, I don't know, we have like upperclassmen friends who are like totally like willing to buy us food. Um, but yeah, there's so many gluten-free options there for us too. Like they have like gluten-free like waffles and pancakes for breakfast. Yes, I'm just, the like, waffles oh, are so, so good. <laughs> so we eat there as like much as we can. But um, like usually when we class there, we'll have like lunch or whatever. Yeah, normally on the weekends we go there. Mm-hmm. Like every Saturday, I think we've been pretty consistently going to West for dinner. Yeah, like generally, I think I'm pretty happy with West food and a lot of freshmen are. Um, but it is like a little bit disappointing to hear about upperclassmen talk about some of the places that are closed this year. Mm-hmm. Um, Cause like I know Devil's Craft House is closed and that like seemed like a fun place to go. 
or um, Rennie's in the engineering yeah. quad. Or like even like yeah. the loop, like the loop food is like really good, but like I feel like the environment in there would be like so much different if it was like open to eating in person. Yeah, um, but especially we game nights. Yeah, game like, nights would be so, so fun. <laughs> Yeah, absolutely. No, I definitely think that there's like different vibes on campus now that so many things are closed. Because like, I can assure you, like, it is so fun having um, Devil's Craft House in the loop, like, especially during game nights, like you said, everyone is just like completely decked out in their juke gear and like drinking like milkshakes. And it's just it's really fun. Um, So I hope you get to experience that soon. Um, We also have the Divinity Cafe, um, which supposedly has the best grilled cheese and tomato soup ever. Um, so <laughs> that is something you can also try. Is there anything else you wanted to talk about? I feel like this year there has been like a lot more emphasis on like mobile ordering and doing the pickup, which I think is actually really convenient. And I kind of like it, um, just because we can like take food to go and a lot more people are eating outside with that option. So that is kind of nice to see more people in DC. Yeah, it definitely is convenient. Um, and I really like it, especially like days where I'm just, like in like grind mode and I like, don't want to talk to anyone. Like it's super easy to just like go in there. But like I know like the chef at like El Forno, like we used to go there all the time yes. for a semester and like he knows us now because like, we always order gluten free and he's like so nice. So I kind of like miss like making those like relationships um, with those people like that. But pros and cons. Yeah, but at least you don't have to wait in line if you sure. order so faster. Yeah, definitely. No, I love the mobile order app because this is new this year. Um, So it's really convenient, like you said, to just be able to go in and out and not have to wait in line for like 10 minutes. Um, I'm like, like, the zone line is always so long. And sometimes I'm just like really craving like anything from there. Um, But I, you know, it's like, oh, I have a meeting in five minutes or something or I have class. So mobile order is actually really convenient. Have you gotten a chance to do anything with the merchants on points? And do you know what that is also? Oh, yeah. Um, my like little like pod, like the four girls who live around me, we did like a dinner one night and we used the merchant song points and like we like mobile ordered it to like Brody Gym. We picked it up and we did. Um, oh, my gosh. I don't know what it's called, but it's like the pizza place on Ninth Street. And it was like so good. Yeah. So that was like a lot of fun. It was like a, like, a little bonding experience. We all got to order it. Um, and that food is really, really good. And then I also um, one time, I think during lockdown, I ordered from some Thai place and it was really good with Merchant Song Points. Um, and they're also nice. They bring the food right to you and that's a really good experience. Yeah, definitely. I think Merchant Points is also really cool this semester because like with COVID and, you know, just the restrictions on where you can go off campus, I think that like it's really hard to experience Durham food because Durham food is so good. And I wish that I experienced it more last year. And I was like, okay, sophomore year, I'm going to go out and explore more. And then I explore less because of COVID, which can be frustrating. But I think that this is definitely a good way for students to be able to like try different Durham restaurants, um, you know, support local restaurants and also just spend it on food points instead of having to spend like your actual money, which is really good. I don't know, yeah, you know, because it's college students. I guess we're, we're all broke. Like, that's really what it is. We're all broke. I guess the last thing that I want to talk about today is, I don't know if you've heard about this in the past, but Duke has this thing called Flunch, where, like, you can take a professor out to lunch and Duke will pay for your meal. So usually that happens at the Commons, which is, like, above, like, the top floor of Woo, super fancy place. Like, literally, like, the reusable napkins that you, like, put on your lap fancy. Like, <laughs> so fancy and it's so nice. 
And I miss that because I think, you know, there is, like you were saying, it's really hard to connect with people who work in like food at Duke. I think it's also a little bit harder to connect with professors as well, just because like Zoom classes are weird, you know, like they're recorded. So some people don't go to class um, live or you're just like, there's so many kids and everyone's cameras off. You feel like you're not even meeting anyone. But do you feel like you've done anything to meet professors or like better relationships with them that aren't flunched since that really isn't an option this year? Yeah, I know they're doing like virtual lunch this year, um, which like I haven't really taken advantage of because I don't know, eating in a Zoom call, it's like, I don't know, didn't really seem all that fun to me. But I know like the three of us, we all went to lunch with Dr. Simmons last semester with a couple of um, other peers. And like that was really fun, just like get there, sit and eat and talk to her um, like outside in a safe environment. Um, and it's definitely something that like I would want to do with my other professor. I know last semester, um, my math teacher did like coffee chats. So like we'd get coffee and like go and like sit and talk to her. And like that was a really fun thing that I kind of like wish more professors would do. Yeah, I know my one of so not my EGR one one professor, but the other professor. He brought up that he would do like virtual lunches, like Raina said, but I didn't take advantage of that. But I yeah, I feel like it's just not the same virtually. Um, I haven't taken part in like the virtual lunch experience, but I know I only had one in-person class last semester and one this semester. And the professor that I have for the in-person ones, I'm just so much closer with than the ones in my online classes. So it would be nice to have like, if we had some more opportunity to connect with professors like in a live scenario outside of class. But I know there's like some logistical difficulties with that. So. Right, absolutely. I think it's it's a lot harder to make connections via Zoom. Um, and I'm glad that you were able to get some in-person connection to professors. Because I, I also feel like that. I did participate in a virtual flunch with one of my professors. And like, I like it was a group flunch. And it said flunch. And it was at noon. So I saw it. Like, we would all be eating. But just like, no one ate. <laughs> I was so hungry. <laughs> I was like, do I be the one person like eating on screen? Um, or do I just like, you know, I, I thought I was, I guess, more of a lunch event because it was labeled lunch. But, you you know, sometimes, like you said, it's it's weird to eat on screen and like you don't really know the dynamics of the professor slash the other student in that group. But I mean, it was it was cool nonetheless. And I learned a lot. And it was really great that he took time to meet with every student, especially because that class has like 400 people. So there was a lot of lunches that he did. Um, but yeah, is there anything else you want to share? That was all I had for today. Um, I know we like complained a lot on this, but like we are really grateful for like everything Duke is doing. Um, it's just it's just easy to complain about the things that we don't like, especially in this environment. Um, but there are a lot of good things about like Woo and even about Marketplace that we do appreciate. So yeah, like the, the theme dinners that they've had. I know they try really hard to like to do that, and I, I do appreciate it. You know, and at like the beginning of the semester when it was warm out, since all the indoor dining was closed, so many kids were eating outside, and it was just like a really fun sight to see everyone like out on the lawn sitting in circles. Yeah, we'd all sit in like 10 yes. person circles and just like talk to each other from like the yeah. apartment. It was people, like so fun. People would come join your circle to like meet new people. It was a really good like community building experience. Oh, that's so cute. I love that. Yeah, definitely feel like it's college vibes when you see people on the quad eating and like playing spike ball, which unfortunately isn't as common as I would like it to be just because of like weather slash COVID restrictions um, and stuff like that. But when it does happen, it's really cool. So yeah, well, thanks for chatting. Um, you all are amazing. And I'm so glad that um, you've been able to have some good uh, food experiences on campus. Thank you so much. Thank you. Wow, Marketplace sounds so different compared to when I was there. Last year, we would be squishing like 12 people in a booth and spilling all the tea with each other. And you couldn't even find a seat during Sunday morning brunch. So it's crazy to me to think that 
you know, now there are even booths in Marketplace and people are sitting on steps that are cold and cold outside just to try to get some social interaction. But what do you think about it, Grant? Your point on social interaction is probably the biggest thing that came to mind. All of the times last year and the year before that meals would be my way of meeting up with people and having those friendly conversations. And I really missed that this year with COVID. Also, I'm moving off campus. And so it's been a little bit of a different world for me in that regard as well. Actually, next up, we're going to talk to Nick and he's another off-campus student who's going to share some of his experiences with food off campus. This is your co-host Grant Opresti, and I'm here with Nick Scigiano, and he's a senior biomedical engineer from Boston. Thanks so much for being here with us, Nick. Happy to be here. So today we're going to be chatting a little bit about food, and I just wanted to start off, what would you say your relationship is with food in general? I think I have a fairly healthy relationship with food. It's something that I've been involved in my family's kitchen for a long, long time. I've always enjoyed kind of being around food and like diet and exercise have been kind of points that my family would talk about pretty consistently growing up. So I definitely got to develop some fairly good eating habits while I was younger. And now that I'm living off campus, I get to cook most of my own meals. So I think this is probably the healthiest that I've been eating while I've been at Duke. So you mentioned eating healthier, being off campus. How has your eating habits changed since living on campus to now? Less green. Like a lot, I feel that a lot of the bowls or meals provided by Duke have a lot of grains provided in some way or another. And whether that's rice or pasta or something, usually have some type of just kind of like empty carb. And while I'm in my apartment, I get to really be pretty in control over exactly what I'm putting into my body. But that also means that if I'm buying a bunch of potato chips, that's what I'm eating as well. So I have a pretty direct control over what I'm eating. I totally agree with that. I'm also living off campus. And just the idea of if you don't buy it, you can't eat it is pretty important to me. And so attempting to buy healthy snacks like fruit and vegetables is something that I've put a lot of effort into. It can be expensive to do that sort of thing. I guess in general, I know that you said you started to learn how to cook with your family. What are some of the cooking techniques and habits that you've brought with you to Duke? Like what are some of the staples of things that you really enjoy cooking sort of simple meals or even more so, do you enjoy taking time out of your day to cook more elaborate things? I really enjoy cooking a decent bit. So I will spend probably over an hour and a half to two hours a day between cooking and cleaning all of my meals. I probably would eat out once or twice a week for any of my meals. So I, I do eat breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Uh, yeah, I definitely like put time out into my day. Some staples for me are I make overnight oats and have those totally prepped. I have different smoothies that I like to do, either like an oat smoothie or a strawberry banana smoothie. Those are all kind of like breakfast things. Lunch is usually kind of leftovers in some way. I'm Italian, so I have a bunch of different sauce recipes for pasta. And usually during the weekend, I'll prep a bunch of red sauce or just any type of sauce and kind of use that throughout the week. But again, that's never like the main bit of my meal because again, I try to limit carbs. Just pasta is just empty carbs. I do like make my own pasta as well. Sometimes I probably do that once every two weeks or so. But also I've been transitioning to a bit more of a plant-based diet. So I definitely have a lot of fried tofu or some type of rice and bean and always some type of greens, whether that's spinach or asparagus or something along those lines. That's super cool. Would you talk to me a sec about your thoughts on a plant-based diet? I'm not fully plant-based. I definitely have some kind of cheats here or there that are kind of unnecessary in my opinion, but it's my family has gone fully vegan. 
So at the beginning of quarantine, I just came back to a vegan household and didn't object to it. So I was essentially vegan during that time period. And I've become a lot more used to it. I lost a bit of weight, which isn't really what I'm shooting for, but that also could have just been less bread and beers throughout the week. It's tricky when you're first starting because you need to rearrange what recipes you're used to cooking and you just need to kind of find new favorites or just different regions of food. But that's also been a really fun piece for me because before we had a pretty much exclusively Mediterranean diet, a lot of Greek and Italian influences and basically everything we ate. And now there's a lot more of East Asian and Indian influences in what we eat as well, which is always just kind of fun to explore different regions of the world through a little bit of food, just because a lot more of those recipes are a little bit easier to switch to plant-based and just kind of finding the right replacements takes some time, but you eventually find the right recipes and it's different. And one of the reasons that I'm not fully plant-based is because it's just a little bit too tricky and a little bit too much effort to do it well here at Duke versus being at home. But I do try to limit my meat consumption to probably one meal a week. But I do occasionally use Gary butter and chicken stock, which is just such a dumb thing to cheat on. But I do. Makes sense. I have a decent number of friends, both at Duke and from home that have gone plant-based. There's some really cool documentaries on it are very interesting. And I did it for probably three or four weeks and really enjoyed it. I agree with you that it was definitely difficult to cook with those restrictions sometimes, but it wasn't as hard as I expected and enjoyed it. A little bit more on the topic of people transitioning from on to off campus. What are some tips that you'd give to students who have maybe never cooked before? and are going to be living off campus next year and don't even know what pots or pans to buy or like, how do I navigate the grocery store? Being more of a veteran cook, what advice would you have? Getting the basics for equipment is fairly important. And it really doesn't matter the quality as long as it conducts heat and is sharp enough to cut. That is important, but also it being sharp enough to cut is a very, very important point. Get some type of knife sharpener, learn how to sharpen your blades because dull blades are actually very, very dangerous overall. And getting some type of cooking accident when you're first getting to cooking can be traumatic. Be careful of the quantities of stuff you buy. If you're cooking with a recipe, read the entire recipe through, figure out if you need any equipment beforehand and whether or not you can cook it with what you have. Be careful of how much or how little you buy of any ingredient. Again, with produce, be cognizant of this stuff doesn't last forever. Don't buy for an entire week. Meal prepping is very good and saves a lot of time for many people. But if you can go to the store more than once a week, it allows your produce to be fresher and just a little bit more consistent throughout the week. Other tips, keep it simple when you're first starting out and just don't be afraid of salt and pepper either as well. Like learn how to season as you go. Stove doesn't have to be all the way up to full heat. You can have low or high, pretty useful. Beyond that, look up like nice skills or like cutting tutorials and just like learn how to actually cut. That's fairly important and also can save a ton of time. That's awesome advice, Nick. Thanks so much for being here today. I guess it's a bonus question on the occasions where you don't feel like cooking. Do you have a favorite restaurant in Durham? Really depends on what I'm feeling. Copa has been like a new favorite for this year. Big fan. Alpaca is right around the corner, so I like, can't really go wrong with it. But both of those are pretty like going to be cheating on the diet in some way there. Um, sushi is fantastic. I love sushi. Sushi is the one thing I will cheat for and not feel guilty about it at all. Sushi's absolutely worth it. I agree with you there, Nick. Thanks so much for chatting. I appreciate it. That was really fun. Thank you. This Engineering Life is brought to you by the Pratt School of Engineering at Duke University. A special thanks to all of our interviewees for sharing their experiences. Our senior producer is Dr. Rebecca Simmons. Our editor is Priya Juarez. 
Our theme music is from Silverman Sound, Audio Nautics, and Kevin McLeod. Be sure to check back in two weeks for our final episode of Season 3 when we chat with the Class of 2021 about Senior Reflections. You can find this episode and more resources online at thisengineeringlife.com. I'm Fran. I'm Sydney. And I'm Grant. And this has been This Engineering Life. See you again soon.